Hi, folks. Welcome to another edition of the Messianic Jewish Expositor. I have a question for you. Have you ever heard a compelling and easy-to-understand explanation for why the rapture must come before the tribulation? I'm going to try to give you one, to give you such an explanation today. Folks, the rapture has to come before the tribulation. There is simply no other possibility. How can I say that? I can say that because the seven-year tribulation is an indispensable part of God's plan. Without it, the earth, which was ruined at the fall, cannot be reclaimed by the lion of the tribe of Judah, who opens the seven-sealed scroll. Without it, an incalculable number of Gentiles who weren't saved before the church age closed will never be saved. Without it, the Jewish people as a nation cannot be saved. Without it, Jesus will not return to set up his 1,000-year reign on earth, and without it, eternity will never begin. None of these things can happen unless the seven-year tribulation, and I'll refer to it in the main during this talk as the tribulation. None of these things can happen unless the seven-year tribulation happens, because according to the Bible, all these things require the tribulation. The tribulation cannot start without the Antichrist being revealed, and the Antichrist can't be revealed without the rapture taking place. Folks, this is really clear. Let's read from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 6 through 8. And now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. Now, folks, the Apostle Paul here is addressing the members of the church at Thessalonica in this letter. He is speaking to born-again believers people who have been saved. Paul is telling them about the revealing of the Antichrist, the lawless one. Something is restraining him so that he may not be revealed before it is his time to be revealed. The mystery of lawlessness is already at work, and it has been at work since Pentecost. In fact, we are living in the time of the mystery of lawlessness now, in the last days. But the lawless one, the final Antichrist, has not yet been revealed. It is not his time yet. Something is restraining him. And the Thessalonians already knew what that was. The Thessalonians already knew what restrains him because the Apostle Paul gave them this information in person 
when he visited them earlier. Let me read to you 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 5. Just one verse. It's short. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? That's the Apostle Paul speaking. Something or someone is restraining the Antichrist. This restrainer will continue to restrain until he is taken out of the way. Only then will the Antichrist be revealed. Who could this restrainer be? Who could hold back the Antichrist? We know that the tribulation will begin when the Antichrist makes a seven-year covenant with Israel. This is described in Daniel chapter 9. Let me review that with you. In Babylon, the prophet Daniel was reading the writings of Jeremiah, and Daniel saw that the 70 years of exile ordained by the Lord for Judah would be over soon. Daniel then prayed to the Lord, confessing his own sins and the sins of his people, the Jewish people, and asked that God in his mercy would indeed return his people to the land as promised. The Lord then sent the angel Gabriel to talk with Daniel. I paraphrased this passage, and I'd like to read it to you now. Remember, Daniel was Jewish, and Gabriel's message to Daniel was about the Jewish people. So here is Daniel 9, 24, 27 in paraphrase. Daniel, it is not 70 years, but 70 times 70 years, 490 years, that are decreed for your people, the Jewish people, and your holy city, Jerusalem, to bring about complete redemption and restoration, which will occur only when the messianic or millennial kingdom, same thing, is set up by the anointed one, Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, on his return. Only when these 77s of years, 490 years, are complete, Will these six things be finished for the Jewish people? One, the end of rebellion. Two, the end of sin. Three, atonement for iniquity. Four, everlasting righteousness. Five, the completion of vision and prophecy. And six, the anointing of the Holy of Holies in the Millennial Temple, which is, folks, the fourth temple. Daniel, know and understand the timing of all this. From the issuing of the decree to restore and rebuild Jerusalem that will be given by King Artaxerxes in 445 BC until the Anointed One, the Messiah, comes for the first time will be 49 years plus 434 years. After the first 49 years, the first seven sevens, the rebuilding of Jerusalem will be finished. After 434 more years, in other words, after 62 more sevens, for a total of 483 years, the Anointed One, the Messiah, will be crucified. Forty years later, 
in 70 AD, the armies of the Roman Empire will come and destroy Jerusalem and the temple. And that, folks, is the second temple. Then, after the 69 sevens of years have occurred, with the crucifixion of the Messiah immediately after that, many intervening centuries will occur with wars and miseries. The Jewish people will eventually return to their land, Israel. Sometime after that, the Antichrist, who will come from the reconstituted Roman Empire, will be revealed and will rise to power. He will make a firm covenant with the Jewish people for seven years. That will be the 70th seven, the final seven years, also known as the tribulation. However, exactly halfway through this final seven years, the Antichrist will break his covenant and will interrupt the sacrifices and offerings that will be going on at the rebuilt Jewish temple in Jerusalem. Folks, that is the third temple. He, the Antichrist, will commit the abomination of desolation in the temple, spoken about by Jesus in Matthew 24, 15. Until he, the Antichrist, is destroyed by the Messiah when he returns, and that'll be the second coming, at the end of this final period of seven years. That's the end of that passage, folks. Now, folks, this final period of seven years is the 70th seven of Daniel 9.24, also known as Daniel's 70th week. This is the only seven or seven-year period not already fulfilled. The first 69 seven-year periods have already come and gone. This final seven is a seven-year period of time, or 2,520 days. The Bible breaks it up into two periods of 1,260 days, or three and a half years each, often referred to as a time, times, and half a time. It is a time of terrible judgment, but also a time of God's blessings, six of which have to do with the Jewish people, and I mentioned those just a moment ago. During the tribulation, God pours out his wrath on the earth, and he tells us about this in great detail in Revelation chapters 6 to 19. Jesus tells us that the second three and a half years of the final seven years will be especially severe. Let me read to you from Matthew chapter 24, verse 21. For then there will be great tribulation, such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time. No, nor ever shall be. This second half of the tribulation, or great tribulation, is sometimes referred to as the time of Jacob's trouble, because it focuses so intensely on the nation of Israel, also known as Jacob. It is during the time of Jacob's trouble that the Antichrist 
tries to annihilate the entire Jewish race. The seven-year tribulation is an indispensable part of God's plan. Again, bear with me as I repeat myself, because I think it's really important. Without the tribulation, the earth which was ruined at the fall cannot be redeemed. An incalculable number of Gentiles who weren't saved before the church age closed will never be saved. The Jewish people as a nation, the all Israel, quote unquote, of Romans 11.26, they cannot be saved. Jesus will not return to set up his thousand year reign on earth and eternity will never begin. For all these things to happen, the seven year tribulation must occur. And the tribulation cannot start without the Antichrist being revealed and making the seven-year covenant with Israel. Accordingly, the revealing of the Antichrist is indispensable to God's master plan for the end of the age. The restrainer must be removed for this to happen. God cannot leave this removal to any human agency. God must be in sovereign control of this himself. For that reason, the restrainer must be God. The best interpretation, in fact, let me say that the only interpretation of this is that God, the Holy Spirit, is the restrainer. We know that God, the Holy Spirit, resides in church-age believers, each one of which is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Let me read to you from 1 Corinthians 6.19. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? Folks, God the Holy Spirit, dwelling in believers, is removed by God at the rapture. There is no other possible explanation. Only then can the Antichrist be revealed. It is for this reason that the rapture of the church has to occur before the tribulation. The rapture is imminent, which means it could occur at any time. When will it occur? Only God knows. But the time is getting closer every day. What you and I must know is that we are to occupy, to do the Lord's business until he comes. We are to do the good works prepared for us to do from before the foundation of the world. That includes the Great Commission, the sharing of the gospel. The fact that the rapture is imminent and will occur before the tribulation should make us more zealous to do the Lord's work, not less zealous. We must use every day, hour, and minute assigned to us. Now, what about those of you who don't understand what I'm talking about? You might have a few questions, such as, what is the rapture, and is the rapture even mentioned in the Bible? First, the rapture is in the Bible. Let me read to you, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 to 17. 
For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Folks, we shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Caught up in the Greek is harpazo, the word harpazo, H-A-R-P-A-Z-O. It means caught up or snatched. The Lord Jesus snatches all of us, believers, members of the church, the true church, those who are still alive and those who have died, to meet him in the clouds, in the air. Before the Bible was translated into English, it was translated into Latin. The Latin equivalent of harpazo is rapio, from which we get the English word rapture. After the Lord Jesus snatches us up to meet him in the air, he takes us back to heaven with him, to those many mansions he talked about in John 14.2. And we will remain there with him for seven years, the duration of the tribulation. Let's read that verse, John 14.2. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. So folks, the rapture must come before the tribulation. Simply put, there is no other way. Now, for those of you who don't yet have a relationship with Jesus, with Yeshua, you want to change that immediately. The time is growing short. Look around you. Things have changed, and they continue to change rapidly, and they're only getting worse. I said that the tribulation is a critical part of God's plan for the future, and that's true. And it's true that many will be blessed during the tribulation. But it's also a time of terrible judgment. God is going to pour out his wrath on earth during that seven-year period of time. So, folks, you absolutely do not want to enter the tribulation period. Not only is it a time of terrible judgment, but it's, a, it's going to be a time during which those who do not have a love of the truth will be terribly blinded by God, and it will then be too late for them, too late for them to choose Jesus, too late for them to know that he is the one. God forbid that you should be one of those and be lost for eternity. Choose Jesus now. I want to read a couple of verses to you from 2 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie that they all might be damned who believed not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. 
them in that verse are those who are in the tribulation and don't believe the truth. These two verses apply at the time of the tribulation when this world will be under the influence of the Antichrist. You don't want to be there. You want to be saved now, born again. So what do you do and exactly how do you turn your life over to Yeshua, to Jesus? You ask him to save you. Say something like this. You can say this exact prayer if you want or do it in your own words. Lord Yeshua, Jesus, I know that you are Lord and God and Messiah, and I know that I'm a sinner. I've lied, I've hated people, I've done dishonest things. I've disrespected my parents, and I've done much more, much worse. I know that any one of these sins is enough to separate me from you, forever, for eternity. I know that you shed your blood on the cross to pay the debt for my sins. I know that you died in my place. I am so grateful to you for doing that. I not only want to take you up on your offer of eternal life, I want a relationship with you. Forgive me, Lord. Please, Send your Holy Spirit to indwell me and guide me and cause me to walk in your ways all the days of my life. Make me a new creation, a born-again person. I love you, Lord. If you prayed that prayer and meant it, then your life now belongs to God and you will spend eternity with him. Join a local church or a messianic synagogue one that has a pastor or a messianic rabbi who teaches directly from the word of God, the Bible. Read your own Bible every day and make friends with like-minded brothers and sisters in Messiah. They and your pastor or messianic rabbi will help you to grow in the truth and pray without ceasing. God bless you, my friends. See you in heaven for eternity.